What's going on, buddy? Good to see you. You too. Were you guys talking shit about me? Yes. Oh, really? What were you saying? Oh, yeah. We were debating if whether or not you read the book, of course. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> only one way to find out. That well, is, there is there is only one way. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, you you have little faith in my ability. Dude, I just uh, you're just most consistently the one who doesn't read. Look, I don't force myself to do anything I don't enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> if I start reading it and I don't like it, I probably will stop reading it. Oof. However, Fortunately for you guys, unless Anthony, you have something to say. No, I don't want to ruin the momentum of oh. this good news. What sounds to be good news, so go ahead. It's going to be great news. Not only this, the first time ever in the last three hours, I read all 12 issues. Nice. <laughs> we were just, I literally said three hours is how long it would take. Cause it's he a literally short, did say that it's a yeah. quick read. Oh yeah. So like, I mean, it, it is a quick read, but like I crunched it. I was like, all right, I need to read these 12. And, uh, it was awesome. I liked it a lot. Okay, but before nice. we go into it, I want to catch y'all up on some ish. All of you always have shit to tell us. Dude, uh, okay. Half the so podcast f- is Cody updating us about his life. <laughs> Dude, my life's been bananas lately. Nice. Okay, so Saturday was Chris Gethard. Oh, yeah. How'd that Hell go? yeah. Dude, uh, oh, shit. I need to s- send it to you. I got two videos from the... I actually didn't, haven't even watched them, if I'm being honest. Oh, uh, but two videos of my set. I did like 10 minutes, I think. Nine, 10 minutes. And it was one of the best sets I've ever had. Whoa. Nice. Dude, it was, I was on fire. Nice. Packed out show, sold out show. Like how many people? Uh, 110. And that's not including like employees and free people that we let in. So nice. realistically, like I'd say like 120 people. Nice. And fucking absolutely, uh, I crushed uh, this dude, um, Nick Fierro, I think, from Jersey, is Gethard's opener. He was hilarious. He really complimented me. Second time this year, motherfuckers. Second time this year, somebody was like, dude, this scene that you're building here is something fucking special. He was like, he he literally was like, I don't know if I'm seeing anybody around the country building a DIY DIY scene like this. Fuck yeah. So that's the second time I've got that this year. Fucking Gethard, sweetest dude ever. His new hour is incredible. He's a sweetheart. Yeah, dude, it's so good. He's one of those comedians that like gets really tender and actually like makes you like, it's not all comedy. He goes like, right. You know, uh, periods which like some people hate that some people i love dude i thought it was incredible everybody who was there was like that was the best stand-up i've ever seen nice chris gethard talks a lot about mental health right yeah it's a bit mental is it yeah <laughs> dude he was incredible so that was saturday sunday i didn't do anything crazy i worked monday and why are you I, telling us about sunday nah, Skip that yeah we, don't, we only want to hear crazy shit Okay, Monday, <laughs> I went to a fucking uh, river float with a bunch of my friends for my roommate's birthday. And real talk, like, I'm not going to throw names or anything. I might even opt to edit this at some point. But we basically, like, had a big-ass orgy. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, yeah, we did a lot of mushrooms and DMT and drank, and nice. everybody got really weird. And we went skinny dipping, and everybody got weird. It was a good old time. Nice, very, very Greek. Like these the, these nudists in the river <laughs> bathing in drug-induced <laughs> 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 orgy, dude. But yeah, and DMT then, uh, orgy. And then the, I'm more and jealous then the, of the DMT part. Where did you get? Yeah, your hands I was on? like, what? Cody Where did, did you DMT. Get your hands on DMT. My buddy, just, my buddy bought a bought it for Mary's birthday. Really? Wow. Yeah. And man, I blasted off one time, dude. How yeah. deep did you go to the DMT yeah, realm? Yeah. How deep? Yeah, dude, it was a pretty crazy trip. I literally just like was flying and mm. like just like I felt like I was swimming in this one though, like not not like like I didn't. You know how usually you feel like you just like zoom. 
Oh yeah, you get blasted there. It's not yeah, subtle. It's this not subtle one, at all. This one, I was, I felt like I was swimming through the air. Like it was like That's I was cool. not. Yeah, it was really weird. Feel like very physical. Uh, it wasn't all head. I was like very physically high, and which we did put it over weed. That's how we smoked it. Um, mm, nice and. Uh, Cody, it, Dude, it revealed your true aquatic nature that we already mm. knew. <laughs> Dude, I'm a water dog. Everyone kept calling me River Dad. <laughs> Dude, because I mean, I'm the most experienced kayaker of the group. And uh, fucking, I was like helping people and telling people like the proper way. You know what I mean? That's Just, hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You do know a lot. I would never call you River Dead, though. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it was a fun time. It was a great couple days did that got back immediately went to work the next day i it's i'm all i'm saying is my life i've been going non-stop like you didn't take a day of rest after the dmt orgy that was the day after <laughs> the day after that it was uh <laughs> the day after that was mo fucking um the kayaking trip and the, like we camped out, kayaked, camped out again. I I came back and worked. After work, I went to a friend's birthday party. Went to bed. Got up the next morning at six. <laughs> went to work. Fucking went to a Fuck. worked two jobs yesterday. After work, my sister's band was playing a show, and it was the day of my roommate's actual birthday, and she was celebrating at the show. So last night, I went out and went hard. Got up this morning. I went hard. I was out till three a.m. Got up this morning, helped a woman that I bang move, moved a whole ass house today. Then I went to my job and here I am podcasting tomorrow. I'm getting up at seven, got, taking KO whitewater rafting for the first time, Jake. Nice. Robin's cool. taking KO down the river with me. Oh shit. You're going with Robin. Yeah, dude. Shout out to uh, Robin. He is our boy Moses' father. He's cool as shit. We can edit that out if we want to. I just felt like he's, no, he's good. He's, he's good at Robin. I, I, fuck yeah, with Robin. I fuck with Robin heavy. That dude's like a second dad to me, you know? He's cool as shit. The OG. He's been nothing yeah. but nice and hospitable. Him and Pam. Every time I go, they feed you. They, they dank food. Yeah, dank, dank food. country people food. They take you down, yeah, they take you down rivers. Like It's awesome. Yeah. And so... Fucking and then Sunday, I might be getting. If not Sunday, they said they'll definitely have me to, at a show two weeks from now. But at Sunday the, I, at the where at the Pittsburgh Improv. Oh, nice. Mm, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, like yeah. my first show there. Basically, my audition. Uh, and if it is Sunday, I'll be guesting for this comedian. I really like Do- Joe Matchy. Matchy. Mackey. Joe uh, Manganiello. No. Joe Manchin? <laughs> Cody's opening for Joe Manchin? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> know, some, uh, some politician Joe <laughs> Mancini or something. Dude, if it was Joe Manchin, I'd go to prison for attacking that man. Fuck Joe Manchin, dude. Dude, I would go and perform and then the whole time just be like, what a fucking pussy you are until they take you <laughs> off stage. But I'm still going to get that check. Yeah, <laughs> I'm getting paid before I take the stage. Yeah, and yeah. then I pull a fucking Jack Ruby. And poof. <laughs> 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 oh, hell yeah. We may or may not edit that one out, too. <laughs> no, we got to keep that in because it, it yeah, shows yeah. that you, you are Prince Robot, Jake. If you're anyone in yeah. this story, you're Prince oh, Robot. Hell no, I am not Prince Robot. Okay, let's, let's, let's get into <laughs> it, guys. Let's dive in. Yeah, dude, yeah, I yeah, love yeah. Prince Ru. I love every fucking character in this book. But let's get into it. Let's get into it. Introducing I'm doing it. It's your shit.
Dude, uh, guys, this week we are talking um, one of my favorite fucking comic books of all time, Saga. And thanks again for tuning in to another motherfucking episode. Uh, I'm Cody Cannon. We got my boy, Jake FH. We got my boy, Anthony Iannaccio. And we are Comics and Chronic, motherfucker. Damn. Great intro, bro. Dude, this is one of my favorite comic books. Plain it. I'm gonna, <laughs> That's oh, what I was waiting yeah. for. <laughs> Dude, I'm going to jump into it. One of my favorite books ever. I very much want to continue reading it. Hell yeah. Dude, it was sick. It was like a full use of magic without being like, I don't know, lame about magic it. Magic in space. Yeah, magic in space. Very without uh, being whack about it. Yeah, without being whack about it, dude. I loved the whole like spells take ingredients, and he's like, "Tell me a secret." Yeah, exactly. That shit's cool. Well, before we go too fo- too much, you know, further ahead, Brian K. Vaughn wrote it. Brian K. Vaughn, uh, "Why the Last Man." May have read that. That I've never read yeah, "Why the Last I've Man," but I hear either. I'm actually planning on reading it. Yeah, I've always wanted to. You should just read it and do it. Yeah, yeah, that would be a sick thing to do because it's only like we had uh, kind oh, of. There's a bunch of volumes, f- isn't there? Yeah, there's like yeah. twelve or something like that. Yeah, it's a long one. But we could always do like one or two, you know. First, two yeah, or, or we could do it kind of like we plan this. You know what I mean? Just like every couple months, do another couple volumes or something. Yeah, for sure. You know, and then we also have Fiona Staples with the art, dude. Very incredible. Cool I love feel the art. Fiona Staples does this. Brian has a relic comic I'm reading, but I'm not sure. Dude, sh- her might. art blows me away. So, mm-hmm. dude, I have every intention. I've even like started uh, courting an artist about this of getting Saga tattooed uh, characters tattooed on me. Nice. So, who who would you get tattooed? Dude, I'm getting the fucking cast, and I'm gonna get it around my mo fucking leg. Nice. I'm gonna get all of them, dude. All of them. I mean, there's a lot of characters. I like, dude, like I like the lion cat, dude. <laughs> lion cat. Lion That's cat. definitely. Yeah, I like that. I fucks with the lion cat heavy. <laughs> dude, She's cool. honestly, I would on honestly almost get make Jake. I'd be willing to give Jake lion cat as a character too. Jake is Lion Cat. <laughs> I want to be like. I felt more. I felt more like Lion Cat. <laughs> I would say it's. I, I. I. I could see Jake being both Lion Cat or Prince Robot. Prince Robot. Yeah. Prince Robot was a sinister little fuck. Dude, one yeah. of my favorite things. Okay, let's. But uh, one of my favorite things about this story is every character. You, even if they're villains, everybody's complicated. Nobody's perfect. Yep. Everyone is very flawed. The will is cool. The, the will. will is awesome. He's Dude. cool as fuck. Anti-hero, hard anti-hero vibes, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. On solo, On solo. Inspired exactly. for sure. Yeah, for sure. Easily. Dude, I also love uh, Fiona Staples or Brian or both of them. Whoever's decision to have a lot of the characters look like people of color. Yeah. It's a very Yeah. Diverse it's a diverse. Yeah. It's a very diverse world. cast. With of it already diverse because there's like unicorn people and horned people yeah. and winged people and robot people and like it's crazy, <laughs> but it's awesome, dude. Even like that dude's lover was that spider creature, the uh, the yeah. stalk, the stalk, dude. I would definitely fuck aliens in this universe, one hundred percent. I'd fuck yeah. a lot of the alien characters in this book, dude. Alana was Alana was hot. Yeah, that was a cool <laughs> thing about this book is that it didn't shy away from sex. It didn't shy away from nudity. Oh, no, it was right up in there, and it yeah, wasn't. But- it wasn't. It didn't feel edgelord about it. It was just like there no, as like a it was, normal it, thing. Dude, if this book, while being a fantasy, a sci-fi fantasy story, you know what I mean? Like heavily, it feels very grounded in reality, like with the themes and the issues and the conversations it's having and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the dialogue with like cursing in comics is always kind of like when you read a lot of Marvel and DC comics, you don't expect it. So when you see it in here, it's like, oh, they're cursing. Sometimes it seems like they're cursing just because they could curse, which is fine. But sometimes it gets a it, there's a lot of just like, OK, now you're just saying fuck because you could say fuck. You know what I mean? Some of the Ooh, some of the dialogue I, felt that way sometimes. Oh, man, I'd almost fucking fight you. for. Something <laughs> <like>. <laughs> I don't feel like that. Uh, I agree with Cody. I don't think there's gratuitous use of curse words in the. In the no, I did, I'm not saying gratuitous. I just the way it was used. That that's the part that felt like a little edge lord. I don't know to I mean, me. 
I disagree because listen to how often we say fuck, you know. But the way we say it is more normal. I don't know. It's the way they say they 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 curse in saga sometimes is like they use. I I would have had to save an example, but I didn't. So forget this point. Moving on. (laughs) Fucking fuckity fuck fuck. Let's let's (laughs) care if I jump into the uh, plot summary. Yeah, of course. Okay, so Saga, man. I fucking love this book. It's in some ways like not the most original story, but it's done so goddamn originally. Two star-crossed lovers uh, from opposing sides of an army fall in love. Very Romeo and Juliet inspired. Yeah, very Romeo and Juliet inspired. Uh, But this starts out opening pages with the birth of their child. And uh, it's basically a story about their travels. Both sides are hiring, want them dead and gone. Both sides want them dead, want this whole thing hidden because it's these two forces, a planet and its moon, wreath and uh, landfall. 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 Yeah. And it's these two, one on wreath is the planet, right? Landfall's the planet. Landfall is the orbiting moon of which the horned people are from, which is Marco's Marco's people. people. Alana's people are the winged people on Landfall. Yeah, and the winged people on Landfall uh, rely on tech and science, and the horned people on Wreath rely on magic. Dude, I'm not going to lie. I was all horned people. I liked his use of magic. He fucks shit up. Yeah, yeah, it's easy to root for Wreath in the situation, but as the story goes on, you you start to realize Wreath isn't completely innocent about some of the things it does. Spoken like a true colonizer. And One th- scene I'm thinking of is it was actually no, but there's a scene where Prince Robot is flashing back, and that hamster or whatever is gonna help him, and he's like, "Oh, the gas is coming," and he's like, "Oh, oh that's o- that's okay. It's non-lethal." They said, you know, they they promised the peace accords or whatever, and he just kind of look looks at him, and then it's just like his head, he just explodes. Yeah, it was a magic. It was like, a she. It was a magic grenade. Oh, she. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was like a yeah, yeah. yeah the, sorry, the mouse was, was a she. she. She was like a medic, and uh, yeah, it was from fighting the horned people. So like the horned people made this crazy enchanted toxic shit. Yeah, yeah. But you got so the impression they weren't supposed to be doing that, you know. Oh, for sure. No, yeah, definitely. And um, so, like, these two eternal, very much a critique of the way the U.S. handles war. Yes. These, those, those, they stop having war at their home worlds and basically outsource it to different worlds across the galaxy. Yeah, it's a proxy war. Yeah, all of these different alien species are all getting sucked into it. Everybody has to pick a side kind of and uh, classic empire versus rebellion scenario. Yeah. Except there's no like, you know, it's you would know a winged person and a horned person would be bitter enemies. But then when you're out in space, you don't know whose side is on whose side. So like, no nice. one's ever really quite safe in this in this world. Yeah, I mean, there's some that have picked clear sides, like the robots. Right. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Dude, I liked uh, I liked the ghost girl, Isabel. Yeah, Isabel, was Isabel. Dude, she was cool as fuck. I thought, dude, when she turns into that gorilla and it's like, boom, yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Dude, dude, she's dude. so dope. <laughs> it was she's... it was like a it was like an off the wall, zany, sexy, funny, romantic like comic book. It was, a, it was pretty dope, man. Dude, yeah. It has it's, it all. It, it it's has funny. It all. Dude, it makes you sad. Like, yeah. when, like, going back to when that hamster died, I really felt bad for her. Yeah. Like, her and the robot were flirting and uh, <laughs> talking. And then she's like, I don't want to die. Help me. Yeah. And, you know, begging for help. And then her head just explodes. It's brutal. Super. I, uh, I liked the scene with. Prince Robot and uh, the author, yeah, Oswald. Oswald. That, that scene, when I do, yeah. yeah, yeah, that scene felt very Tarantino-y. Cool. Oh, for sure. Um, truth be told, and I hope this doesn't sound like great. I was reading it, and I was like, okay, this is Samuel Jackson, obviously. <laughs> it felt very like very Django, like him and Walt Goggins are the last two people alive when they're both no, shot I, and wounded. And so, like, I was like, I was picturing it like. In Sam Jackson's voice when I was reading, dude, that was uh, okay. We're gonna have to do it. That w- that was actually one of the people I was thinking about for casting uh, when we get to that. 
yeah oswald because i've sat and thought about all of these fucking characters uh that being said would you guys prefer to see this in live action or cartoon? invincible style cartoon that's what i was thinking my guy yeah that, that, that yeah i would do that i would be down for that yeah because if you do a, a, a series on netflix or or something like that Nah, you can't. You would need an insane budget to to make it right because we've seen even Marvel can't really you know pull off a show in the and and develop a world on screen in the same way it feels Star Wars the same way as same way it feels watching a movie. Now Saga, a movie is I would trust live action a bit more, but that would obviously be something where you would have to go on forever. Kind of you know it kind of fits its show, so I would. I think my cho- I think animated show and yeah, invincible style like that. Yeah, dude, invincible style. Yeah, that would be but or like, like around that. You could add a little more. Like yeah. show the fucking and show everything. Yeah, you know? <laughs> show <laughs> the fucking. <laughs> you dude, show the blood the and gold. Literally a sex cut. planet. <laughs> yeah, sextillion. Jake, you would one hundred percent go to sextillion. Uh, dude, honestly, after they saw that they like sell children, I don't think I would support that. Okay, but the up. thing, I, yeah, okay, Cody I'm Cannon. not saying Can't all. You like that. No, I'm not. I, fuck you, Jake. Uh, um, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like, not everybody knew that. Clearly, it's like know? a dark part of the planet, and yeah, it's it's something I don't know. that if it's a sex planet. I have to imagine that anything goes on that crazy thing. Yeah, and 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 you realize right away it's like a corrupt place. I mean, you know, it's hard to get away from the Star Wars comparisons with this. It's it's kind of like adult Star Wars if you really want to like be basic about yeah. how to describe it. But it's not. It's it's different. Um, but so but this different. kind of planet is something that you know you could see. The kid-friendly version, take away the sex, but they're just kind of seedy people that, you know, it's the kind of planet scoundrels. Like, you know, the will is like, I could see Han Solo going to Sextillion, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, Dude. Or, or like any of the, like, the bounty hunters in that one bar in Star Wars. It's like, it's filled yeah. with the most vile scum. Exactly, exactly. Most <laughs> eyes. Yeah. yeah, scum and villainy, right? Yeah. Yeah. Come and villainy on Sextillion. Um, so I would, for me, sagas, the universe is so it's possibly, I would put it in my top three favorite sci-fi fantasy universes. It's a great universe. I mean, that's exactly what it is. It's yeah, it is a great universe and it's literally a blend of sci-fi and magic. Yeah. Like, dude, Dude, they're speaking like Latin slash like Spanish when they're, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, it had Google. a very Spanish Portuguese. Do you know what was weird? Kind of. And I was actually forgot to say was, yeah. When you were reading it, like of course it didn't really like like you just kind of knew what they were saying, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Like when it was flashbacks of Marco as a kid or his yeah. dad, like Probably yeah, you dad, didn't yeah. You like knew like it was pretty sweet, honestly. Wait, also like it's, it's uh, off of that point, like the narration also of the entire story, there's no caption boxes. It's, it's yeah, just yeah, written. It's all just like wrapped around a planet in one panel. Yeah, and and that's because the story is being told from Marco and Alana's daughter Hazel from her yes. point of view, which is also awesome because she's just a baby here, so you know she survives in the future at some point. I, yeah. I really like that story element, the the way they narrate the entire thing. That's cool. Yeah, no, Thanks. coming from Hazel, Very sweet it's- toothy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> for sure. Com- coming from Hazel, it's just so it, it's a gr- beautiful story. You know what I mean? Because you know she knows things about it that haven't been revealed to the reader yet. And as the story goes on, you know she kind of hints at certain things before they happen, and you're kind of like, "What? No! Like, why are you telling me this is about to happen?" Like, it's it's kind of Game of Thrones esque in the sense that be prepared. You know, in the first two volumes, something like this kind of happens where they introduce characters and then not all characters make it out. But as the story goes on, no one you like is safe, unfortunately. Yeah. That's the really crazy thing about Saga where it's like, damn, they they really, no one is safe. So I'm not, I won't say more than that about any of the characters we know, but that's, uh, it's, it's hard to read when you know it's about to happen. You know what I mean? I'll just say this. I also like... The Will's agent, the the seahorse dude. 
Yeah. <laughs> yes, That's who were. I would be if I if I Would you yeah, dude, I could see you being the agent. And then who's also the uh, the dude with the wings? Like the Gale, the agent. Gale, of, uh, yeah, yeah, he kind of works for like the CIA or something. Yeah, he's yeah. Good, yeah. who also looks kind of like Neil Gaiman's Satan or Lucifer. I mean, yeah, yeah, he reminded me of someone from Archer. Why can't I think of the dude? There's a character in Archer. He could- I actually thought that. I thought, I thought reading it, it has Archer vibes. <laughs> yeah, it kind of has. The art is archery in a good way. Yeah, yeah no, I know, I know what you mean. Uh, but yeah, okay, I could see Jake as any of those characters. Yeah, I would be those guys. They're fun too. There, there's just a slew of good characters. Every character, even like, dude, Brian K. Vaughn is a fucking master, dude. He um, is. and every character you kind of care about, even like if it's just visually, you know what I mean? Like Gus. Yeah. By the way, we're only talking about we didn't volume even say one this, volume one and two. So the first twelve issues, twelve issues of Saga. We're not going to talk past that because I'm sure you know there's some things we could we could talk about that. We I just, also didn't read past that. So yeah, exactly. So that's it's just guys. the first two volumes we'll be talking about. There's a lot of volume. I think there's there's at least ten volumes be, out yeah, right I've now. Seen in the store, there's a lot of them. Yeah, I think the tenth just came out. I and would like good. even like I, I'm going to continue reading it, but like even if this was it. I kind of liked it. I was like, nice. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, it's a never ending adventure, space adventure. It does a really good job. It, it definitely would have to be a show because it's very cliffhangery. Every yeah. issue Every at the issue end of on a cliffhanger. Yeah. And it also, there's so many story threads that it would lend itself to a TV show. So following yes. so many characters at once, because the stories interweave, like, when you when you get Prince Robot, you are getting a different part of the story. You're getting the side of Landfall. You're getting, like you said, Gale's side where he kind of work. He works for the government, and he knows he you know he he's trying to set things straight on that end. And then you get the Will, who's a free agent basically, but he's getting caught up in this. When he goes to Sextilian, he saves that girl. He's a freelancer, yeah. But we know so on Sextilian. Um, before he kills kills that the little girl's pimp, basically whoever the dude that runs that that whole that whole planet, um, he's like Mama Son, not Mama Son. The, he kills some dude. He doesn't kill Mama Son. He kills some dude. Yeah, Mama Son was the one that runs the planet. Oh, she runs no. Well, she runs the planet, but th- like that's what I'm saying. This dude was like the little girl's pimp or something like that. Yeah, and yes. he's like, oh, that's wrong, but killing me is okay. He's like, I know what you did the will. Like, first of all, of course, killing him is okay. Fuck that. That's a, a, a terrible what he did. And and killing this motherfucker is what he deserves. But you, you get a sense that the will has done some fucked up shit that we're not seeing. And I like the way that, that just from that one sentence, you're like, damn, the will... We don't know what the will has done. We're You're rooting for the will, but we really don't know what the will has has done in the past, you know, it's heavily implied that he killed the child. Yeah. Or something fucked up. Exactly. Like we don't, the will, like you can't trust him. Like he's also hunting down the heroes of the story that we are on their side. You know, he wants Hazel dead. He wants Alana and Marco dead. He's also, he's also a mercenary. They're on their, the whole story is them on the run. Yes. Marco and Alana are on the run because both governments want them dead. They want their, the fact that they had a kid is like, it's an abomination, it's an abomination. to both societies. Yeah. It's terrible. It's the worst thing that could have happened. And I feel like, I feel like they, it shows that uh, the government, I feel like the governments want the wars to continue just kind of like of course. The, the same way as like, just again, like Brian K. Vaughn does a really good, I read an interview about it um, when it came out and Brian K. Vaughn, got inspired to write the story when his first kid was born. And it's kind of about the guilt he felt feeling, bringing a kid into our world in like the late two thousands, uh, early 2010s, you know? And mm, yeah. Cause that's, of, it's very, the, it's very critical of like the American war machine and all the propaganda and all of the lives it touches kind of. Yeah. yeah. But without uh, being on the out. nose about it, you know, <laughs> <laughs> but without being on the nose about it. You Have know? you ever read pride of Baghdad by Brian K. Vaughn? No, no, but it, I've listened to bombs over Baghdad by Alchemist. Bombs over Baghdad. <laughs> <laughs> Good song. 
But no, Pride of Baghdad is about a group of lions. Uh, and they could talk. It's kind of like Lion King, but they're lions that were in a zoo in Iraq when America was, was um, I guess, when America invaded Iraq. And uh, you get it from like, it, it's a similar kind of thing where it's a story about lions, but he's really talking about the, the war in Iraq and making commentary about that. Uh, so, yeah, I, I like the whole thing about about them having a kid in like the worst possible time and them being the worst possible combination of parents in that scenario and still making it work. Like that's another great thing about Saga. It's like Marco and Alana struggling to just raise a kid like while all this is happening. Like, yes, all of this is happening. That's the, the story. But you could it's the most relatable ground grounded part i think is that you know them trying to raise a kid while all this is happening yeah for sure <laughs> <laughs> he's like raising kids what would i know about that yeah i don't know nothing yeah. <laughs> as soon as he came out i was like you're gonna have to figure it out on your own buddy i don't got any answers <laughs> But dude, that's honestly why I think this comic, because this comic came out right around the time Kao was born. Like 2012. Oh, yeah. So he was two, actually. Or no, are you sure 2012? Because I read it. Nah, it had to be 2012. That's that's at least when the first issue came out. Shit. Okay. Well, where were you for those first two years, Cody? Not reading (laughs) (laughs) Saturday. But dude, I love this, this comic, man. It's just one of the I and I was I remember getting it as it was coming out. So ooh, nice. Yeah, like I would just every time a volume came out, I would instantly order it. Like I would pre-order those bitches because I was so excited. Um, so who who do you guys want to vote voice these motherfuckers? Ooh, okay. Let's well, let's do. Marco and Alana, they're kind of like the main mains. Yeah. Well, we had mentioned Archer already, right? I don't want to use Archer actors. You don't want to use Archer actors. But for Alana, I thought um, from Archer, uh, what's her name? Aisha. uh, Tyler? Aisha Curry. Aisha Tyler, yeah. I feel like she would make a great Alana. That's true. I can see that. Because yeah, I, I could see you know, too. like I think she I, no, actually no. that's who I picture in my head when I read the book. Like I hear her voice. Like I, she's Alana for me. That's an easy nice. one. Nice, nice. What about Marco? Marco, 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 Marco. I feel um, like he should be a Latin, a Latino actor. That's what I was thinking too. Javier Bardem, <laughs> John Leguizamo, John Leguizamo. <laughs> A young John Leguizamo for sure. Yeah, a young John Leguizamo. Experience like Super Mario Brothers. John Leguizamo. He put that What's his name? Oh, Diego like- Luna from from uh, Rogue One. What about Ooh. Diego Luna? Uh, I kind of like. That. I was gonna say, what's his name from Ant Man? Uh, <laughs> what? No, he's hilarious. But that's Michael Pena. Michael Pena. He's like an old older dude, and he is also too comedic. I feel like Marco's pretty stiff. Marco's kind of like a, a, a he's a pacifist warrior. Like he he could fuck shit up, but he doesn't want to use violence. He's so Dude, against he violence. He went into that like berserker rage with his sword. Yeah, that was sick. That was sick. Yeah, that was insane. And then uh, a lot of hits him with a stun gun. Yeah. Yep. The stun. Gun. Dude, oh that scene when uh, the stalk stabs Marco and then threatens to like kill Alana and take the baby. She like puts the gun to her baby's head. Yeah, and the stalk's like you so fucking it. badass. She's like, yeah, it was so badass. And she's like, <laughs> starts like charging it up. The stalk is like, oh shit, yeah, you're really like, about to do that. <laughs> that shit was hardcore. Real talk out the gates. Alana and Marco, while being on the run, and they're very capable. They are warriors. You know what I mean? And they're yeah. fighting for their lives. For the lives. Yeah, they feel like. Yeah, they feel like they're bad at what they do, and they kind of are. Even Isabel, the babysitter ghost, will admit, you know, they don't know what the fuck they do. They're really doing when it comes to Hazel. Even Marco's parents, when they run into them, they're like, "What are you doing? Like, you guys shouldn't be parents." But they still, they still make it work, you know. Even if Marco almost dies, and (laughs) they constantly are almost dying. Yeah, when they needed snow to heal his wounds. Yep. But they make it work, like Cody said. Dude, Isabel. Isabel. Isabel's cool as shit, actually. Yeah, dude. One of my favorite characters. Ooh, who would you cast as Isabel? Ooh. Oh, Isabel. Have to be uh 
What's her name that played Kate Bishop? Haley Steinfeld. Maybe she's a little old. I feel like no. it's got to be maybe someone younger. Zendaya. Zendaya. <laughs> Dude, honestly, why not? Why not? Yeah, it's a ghost sure. girl. Okay. Or what? Yeah. Okay. Zendaya is Isabel. That works. Okay. That works. Cool. 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 Mr. Robot. Prince Robot. Ooh, Prince Robot. Someone that just sounds like a dick. I was honestly going to make them British. Uh, I was going to Prince Robot should be Will Arnett. Will Arnett as (laughs) Prince Robot. (laughs) Yeah. But he can't. He has. I feel like Prince Robot's also like super dry. Like, I, I feel like you wouldn't want him to be goofy. Yeah. Because yeah, you're laughing I, at him just because he's so serious about everything he does, you know? I like the idea of a British actor. That makes sense. Yeah. Just because they're they're all royalty, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it just kind of feels... Which, which British actor? I don't know. Like The robot planet is very much like a cast Jamie system. Lannister. Ooh. I know we've used him before, but Nicholas, he, seems yeah. he seems Prince Robot-ish. Yeah. Dude, he would be a sick Prince Robot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. That guy. Yup. Okay. Okay. We're making some moves. Making we're some making headway. some moves. I'm trying to think who were like the main means. What about the stock? Or the will. Or the will. Stock will. and the will. Yeah. The will could be Channing Tatum. That seems like Ooh. a. I don't know if I see that. I don't really? like it. Really? Okay. I, I would go more with. For the will. How about. I would say more than Channing Tatum, I'd see like Oscar Isaacs, but no, I don't see Oscar Isaac. Either. Um, I was thinking more Oscar of Oscar Isaac uh, as Marco. Maybe I could also see that Oscar is getting like old now. I picture Marco's younger. Oscar yeah, like they're both something. young. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're, they're on the younger like, side. They're like late twenties. It feels like yeah, yeah. So like maybe even Aisha hour. Tyler wouldn't be young enough to do that if we're saying. You only could be younger people. What's her name from Invincible? The girlfriend from Zizi Zizi, Zizi, Zazzy Beats? Yeah. Hmm, That could work. I'm down with Zazzy Beats as Alana. Zazzy Beats. Who would you get for Lion Cat? (laughs) (laughs) It's just going to be C. Well, it's animated. But he says lying. I think the only obvious choice. She says Lion Cat is another female character. I was going to say Vin Diesel, but now that you pointed out, it's she. Um, Kate Blanchett, Rebel Wilson, Rebel, Rebel Wilson is lying. lying. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so obnoxious. <laughs> yeah, that would be. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't like like uh, some. There, the there. The book is funny, right? But I feel like the humor doesn't come from them purposely trying to be jokey. It's just like the characters are so true to themselves, like. Lying cat saying lying when you, you you know someone's basically she's she's basically saying that's bullshit you know like yeah it's like calling bullshit the game bullshit bullshit yeah <laughs> there's a, there's one where she says lying and uh, the will says a dead dog could have told me that yeah <laughs> dude that's so dude yeah they have such chemistry uh when they were fleeing. Oh, we forgot about so so Marco. We find out Marco was engaged. Oh, to, Gwendolyn. To Gwendolyn. To Gwendolyn. A yeah, snack, my dude. Yeah. <laughs> let's do. Let's yeah, Gwendolyn's oh, a baddie. Let's make her Aisha Tyler. Let's make her Aisha Tyler. Really, I was gonna go more someone else. Honestly, who go for it? I don't know, Lapita Nyong'o. Ooh. Oh, oh yeah, oh, she would be good hey. for that. What up? You know who I got? Who? You know who I got? Who? Um, fucking. What's her name from? Uh, why am I blanking? Insecure. Fucking. Oh, yeah, yeah. She'd be cool as Gwendolyn. Uh, Issa Rae. Issa Rae. Yeah, Issa Rae. It'd be cool. Though. Yeah, Issa Rae could work for for Gwendolyn. Now he's Is that everybody? Dude, we got the parents. The parents. Bar and what's the mom's name? We got Oswald, who might as well be Samuel. Oh L. yeah, you you called that in the beginning. He's already casted as Samuel Jackson. Yeah. Um we already know Marco's dad is gonna be Stephen Lang. <laughs> 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 Oh, that's everyone weird. listening should know that, that, that should expect uh, all male comic book characters can more or less be played by Stephen Lang. Yeah. Dude, uh, honestly, you know who I was gonna cast as the dad? <laughs> Fucking um what's his name? That 
Javier he was gone. No. <laughs> no, uh he was gone. He Gonzo fucking, the Muppet? No, Gandhi. He was in uh Oh, Ben Kingsley. Yeah. Oh, that works. Yeah. As the dad. I can see Ben Kingsley as the dad. Or Sir Ben Kingsley. Let's not be Sir Ben Kingsley as the dad. Okay, who what about what about his mom? Uh what's her name from Everything Everywhere, man? Ooh. Mm, Michelle Yeoh? Yeah. Michelle Yeoh as the mom? Okay. <laughs> Jake will allow it. Hell yeah. Wait, oh, the stalk. What about the stalk? Who should be the stalk? What about uh, what's her name? hot. Uh, I was going to say, uh, uh, what's her name from The Witch? Uh, Anya Taylor-Joy. I feel like she could be the stalk. I like that. I like that. Right? <laughs> I like that a lot. Dude, I would definitely fuck the stock. <laughs> I don't know if I could get behind it. All the spider legs. Dude, I will got behind it. No, I'm did. going he, to. He, he fell in love. Spider cheeks. Okay, so. He made a sex tape with the stock. Did he really? Yeah, you oh, see. you're him? right. Yeah. First of all, the Will is definitely smoking a joint all the time. That's Dude, he's a, yeah. It doesn't a, seem like it's a cigarette. You know, it seems like it's a joint. The, we actually never casted the Will. No, yeah, we Ooh. said Channing Tatum. It was a no, perfect casting no, choice. I'd rather die. Why? He's not that bad. He's you, a, you know he's who bad. I could see as him? The dude who plays... Uh, James uh, McAvoy as the Will. No. <laughs> dude, I got one. No, I wait, got one. Shut up. The dude who plays <sighs> Avatar in the movie Avatar, the, the blue one. Oh, the guy that he's plays Jake? In, he's Mad Max Fury. Yeah. Oh, oh you mean Hardy. Tom, Tom Hardy? No, I, Tom I Hardy to, as the I, will? Tom Hardy as the will? Yes, I would, there we yeah, go. I would be cool I wasn't with that. actually meeting Tom Hardy, but now that you said Tom Hardy, I'm kind of down with Yeah, that. Tom Hardy as the will would be okay. Mm. I'd allow it. Uh, what about Jonathan Majors? Who's that? Uh, oh, he played oh, King? I know who you're talking about. No, I like... I like uh, Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy as the will. Okay, I like it too. Honestly, that is the best. Oh, but you know what? We were we're talking animated. Yeah. So animated could change the whole thing up. Yeah. I was I was thinking like live action this whole time, even though we said. All right, Stephen (laughs) Lang for everybody. Yeah, Stephen (laughs) Lang voice everybody. What characters would Anthony be? Oh, yeah, that's what we should do. Is like, well, you already. Oh yeah, we already did me, Anthony. Anthony. I feel like I could be the Marco type. I don't like to really fight. You are a Marco type. I could see you being Marco. You said you can really fight? No, I said I don't really, I don't like to fight. I feel like Dude, I relate Marco's to... Marco's good at fighting. Yeah, he, he's he, a warrior. He doesn't like to fight, but when he does, he's like Wolverine in that bitch. Yeah, I didn't Wolverine. want to reveal that part. Like, just yeah. in case anyone <laughs> wants to step up, they can find that. I want to see you rip someone's head off. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, exactly. They don't know what I got. No, I, I like <laughs> Mark, I like Marco's like philosophy throughout the whole book. Like, you know, I could always like agree with the decisions he's about to make. He's a dad now, so like once he makes, he knows whatever he has to do is to protect his wife, protect his kid. Dude, he like commits to it. Yeah, exactly. Like I really like Marco. Um, I mean, that's who I like. I guess a lot. That's one. I love the Will. Obviously, I know I'm not the Will, but you know, I think I'm, you I'm bald be... enough to be the Will, so that counts for something. You are not the Will. <laughs> I just said I'm not, but I'm saying oh, yeah. I'm bald enough to be the Will. <laughs> Anthony would definitely be. Uh, I think Marco. I think. I could see Anthony being. I think we haven't read enough about him yet, but I bet you guys would pick uh, the baby seal dude, Goose, who Goose. works on the oh, Goose. <laughs> Goose. Ah, Goose. Don't reveal his shit. That guy. That one little scene was awesome. Yeah, he's Friendo. no, he's he's a character. Yeah, you see more often for sure. But yeah, he's yeah, hilarious. Yeah, that, that one I scene. Like that I actually took a screenshot of it. I'm like, oh, <laughs> yeah, God, he's great. So much. <laughs> this little him and his walrus. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, what about that monster with the giant testicles? Oh yeah. <laughs> when they're on the planet, but it's not actually a planet, it's a, it's giant, a giant baby. Egg for like some black hole baby. Time yeah. the Dude, time suck. Yeah, the time suck. That shit that thing was insane. Dude, it was just crazy. And like, you know what I liked about this comic is that it really it didn't offer you any explanation for any of its how any of its weird magic or sci-fi shit worked. It was just like this is a time suck, and you're just like, all right, cool. Like this is, yeah, it's, yeah. Not, it's not a good thing. I mean, that's the weird thing is like it does world building, a really good world building, but it doesn't like kind of like give you like a list like Lord of the Rings or Harry Potter style as far as how their magic works. It just is. right. Yeah, I mean, you know they have it. You know that 
you have to. They kind of just un- unveil how things work through the story rather than like spelling it out. For right. You. Like each spell requires something yeah. different. So, you know, the character might do something a bit random in order to do something that will save them in that moment. Dude, when uh, fucking Marco and his mother go to chase down the ghost girl, Isabel. Yeah. And dude, there's a part where he has like an axe and he swings it in the air and it like rips a hole in like time and space. And it's like, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dude, they have, yeah. they're, they're, they're powerful. They're, yeah, they're, they're super. This universe is super powerful. I would hate to go toe to toe with any of these people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah we're, not coming out unless it's like yeah war dude the will smashes a dude's head with his bare hands dude the pedophile pimp guy yeah Yeah. well wait who's who's cody we didn't do cody yet jake also i could see as the special agent gail gail and and as lion was it lion cat lion cat Cat, yeah and uh the 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 other agent for what's his name the will the seahorse agent Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it. very Bojack like in many ways. Yeah. When reading yeah. it, it's just like it's very Bojacky. Okay, so who's Cody? Cody, you're the pedophile pimp for sure. <laughs> <laughs> you bitch. <laughs> Fuck you. Eat you just said you hosted a giant orgy. Who better to show you <laughs> sextillion than Cody? I'd rather Cannon. be Mama's son. Why? <laughs> you could be. I'm not Mama's son. I'm not Mama's son. Dude, who better to greet us well, like landing on sextillion than Cody Cannon? <laughs> one of those giant naked heads. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Those things were sick. Yeah. Heads with legs. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, uh, who am I, though, really? Cody's the time suck because he's always late. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, and he's a big baby. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh. And on the outside of him is a guy with giant balls and a small dick. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, you're the time suck, Cody. Okay, no, who am I really? I just laid it out. What were you talking about? We just said it. No, I'm just kidding. I mean, (laughs) well, we gave each other like one or two characters. So you have a little bit of time suck in you. (laughs) You said he's a pimp too. Oh yeah. No, no, I'm not taking that bullshit. Not at all. I'm not You're Hazel. It. You're Hazel. The <laughs> <laughs> <A> baby. <laughs> yeah. Could you imagine my voice just oh, telling this story? This is the story of my mom and dad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they were star-crossed lovers. <laughs> I was just born. Uh, who else is there? We don't really get introduced to that many more people in this one. In these volumes, you know, like so. This is what I was saying. So before, so. By the end of these two volumes, we have the Will, Gwendolyn, and the girl he saves from Sextillion. Yeah. They're in one little group that is chasing down Marco and Alana. The Will... Yeah. Working for Gwendolyn. Yeah. The Will has a bounty and Gwendolyn has beef with... Marco. Marco. They have they have history. Then you have Prince Robot... Yeah, it's his ex-fiance. Yeah, you have Prince Robot chasing them down. By the way, Prince Robot, we start to... He... Like Cody was saying earlier, these characters are are not just straight up villains, straight up heroes. They're flawed. But Prince Robot, for instance, we find out his his motivation is basically his wife is is about to have a baby and he needs to get Marco and Alana before his wife gives birth so he could go back to the planet. He's not allowed to go back home until he captures them. Yeah. So his whole motivation is to capture them so he can see the birth of his of his child. So you're not rooting for him too much just yet, but I say keep an eye on Prince Robot as the story goes on. You might find you you might like him more as it goes on. At least I did um, after this oh, volume. Oh, for sure. Every right. single character and the characters you start out loving, at times you end up fucking hating. Hate. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, you guys really don't have anything for me? <laughs> uh, you're the sex slave girl. No. <laughs> the babies. The baby. Whoa, why, why do you get so why? offended? <laughs> no, I'm just saying pick something. I just want to. Uh, we gave you like four options. Yeah, and we you said you four four <laughs> <laughs> Who do you want to be? Who are you? Who, who, do, you, are you? who do you see yeah. yourself as? Um, the only ones in these vo- volumes. Uh, 
Oswald. The father? Oswald. The author. But he seems so chill. <laughs> you just ex- he didn't seem chill. He the- pulled a gun out on Prince Robert. Well, yeah, he did. He was like, they were like, he, like I don't think Cody, Cody would pull said, a it was gun out. It was a very Quentin Tarantino like dialogue between the two. It like, was. They both, they both knew what they were doing. He even says, he was like, oh, like right before he leaves his house, Prince Robot says, uh, what battle did you say your son died in? And he was like, I didn't. Yeah. And then they both like, ah, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. The like cool Mexican thing about Oswald is that he, he writes like trashy pulp novels. And apparently one of his novels, Alana fell in love with, but the plot of it was kind of like the catalyst for her falling in love with Marco and seeing that the war was kind of bullshit. Apparently this author is, has the power to do that with his writing and, and Prince robot is smart enough to figure that out too. He's like, I know this isn't bullshit, you know? Like anytime, that's what makes that scene so good with the with the dialogue they're having. He's like, anytime Oswald is trying to be like, nah, this story sucks. Like I purposely wrote it. Like I was trying to get a quick check, and then Prince Robot's like, yeah, but I think something's up. You know, like it. Obviously, it's more words than that, but it, it felt very much like the opening or the scene with what's his name. Um, in Inglorious Bastards. Mm, yeah, yeah, I know exactly what you mean with Christoph Waltz. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah literally Waltz. has them under the floorboards in the comic as well. Christoph Waltz yeah. as Prince Robot. That would be good. Ooh, I could see that. Even is though it, Prince is Robot is young too. Yeah, yeah, but time out. Remember, this is just voice we're doing. Right, right. Voice alone. Okay, so, um, so, uh, okay, well, fuck it. I'll just be the time suck. You know, <laughs> I hate you guys. I hate you all. Are I you mad you that we all. didn't pick Oswald as Cody? No, I'm just <laughs> mad that you didn't pick any real characters. You picked, uh, you picked a time, a giant black hole time suck. You guys are supposed to be my fucking friends. No, we're this, honest we on this podcast. Yeah, we don't, we don't you always have analogs, though. <laughs> I feel like uh, I get always get the worst characters. That's true, you do. I was gonna call, I was gonna call Anthony the sex slave originally. Of course you were. It says more about you than it does about me, Jake. All right. Anthony slave girl. Slave girl, there we go. That's her name. Slave Anthony could be slave girl. I accept that. <laughs> All right. Are you happy, Cody, that I cheer you up with her? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that balanced the scale. <laughs> oh, man. But no, anyway, so at the end of the second volume, we're left with a cliffhanger. Prince Robot is at Oswald's house, but it actually turns out Marco and Alana and the gang got there before him and they're in hiding. Yeah, they must have been hiding. there for like a week or so. Prince Robot doesn't know that. And we're just left with that final page where they're like, oh, shit, what are we going to do? Yeah, it's good. It's a good, that's a good cliffhanger because you really don't know what the fuck's about. To I want to read more. Honestly, I'm down to read. Dude, more. We're going to do it. We, I, I say we do it like once. I say we do it like once every couple months, like do an episode like, you know, maybe, you know, cover the, you know, every couple months, you know, just do it kind of like we did with uh, Philadelphia. Yeah. Especially, especially because the volumes are just now starting back up. Anthony, have you read any of the new ones? No. So that's the thing about Saga. They took a long hiatus, a couple of years, actually, maybe a few years between like issue, like 53 and 54 or something like that. Yeah. Uh, but I have to, so rereading volume, volumes one and two, now I'm going to keep reading and catch up again so I can read the new issues, which I have. I have the new issues, but I, I haven't read them yet. I think I'm going to wait and read the new ones with the comic, maybe. Nice. I mean, like with the podcast. Oh, okay. I see what you mean. Yeah, the yeah. thing about Saga is that I always, I must have reread volume one so many times. I I really want to l- literally say at least 10 times just because it was always kind of a while before I read the next volume. Sometimes it took a while for them to come out. But at this point, if you jumped into Saga, you have a solid 50 plus issues to read. And it, yeah. it's, we were talking about this each before. It's kind of a quick volumes. read. Yeah, nine volumes. Yeah, right. Or each and, half. That's where the hiatus took point was volume yeah. after volume nine. Yeah, but each issue, each volume is like six issues, like pretty much a normal standard trade. And 
there it's it's a quick read you know it's 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 not it's not a dense comic by any means you know all this stuff the stuff is happening is really on display like, it's a primary yeah. fight yeah like it's sometimes a- art will take up a lot of pages more so than any dialogue mm-hmm. yeah lots of splash pages for sure splash all right so then how many Joe Pesci's are we giving Sagas Volume One and Two? You know, uh, you know what I'm giving it. You know. Yep, I know. I'm, give, I'm giving it a six. six. I'm giving it a six. Six, six here too, fellas. So I it's love, a I love, six. I was, oh, the devil! <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah! Yeah, no, I'm giving it a six. Easy peasy. Yeah, it's the best. It's it was incredible. one of the, I was surprised, you guys. I'm going to be honest because I never would have read it had it not been for this podcast. Out of all the recommendations so far, I think I've liked this one the most. But why though? Like it's you know it's an it's an indie comic. It's Image, so it's not. I just grabbed. I it. just feel like I just feel like on glimpse, this isn't the style of comic Jake would go for. Mm. I don't think it's like that. He hate would hate it. Uh, I honestly knew if he gave it a chance. It's just. Too good to not enjoy, yeah. you know what I mean? Also, it's not you don't really know what you're getting into. It's just saga. You don't like the the cover is just Alana and Marco. You don't really know what's happening. But the covers are even Star Wars esque in the they, way they, they are. They yeah. kind of remind me of the posters. Oh, yeah, you know what I, mean? mm. I agree. Very postery vibes. They're not stuck on one desert planet for like fifteen movies. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, that's one of the best things about the comics. They they take advantage of the fact that they're in a, a universe that could have anything and anybody. And they really, you know, we've talked about so many. There's just a, so many cool creatures and the, more pop up. And it, it's just so cool. Like Saga's. Yeah. Saga's it, every vol- you, you keep being like how many like it's it's also Game of Thrones esque in the way that mm-hmm. like. It continues to, it's always adding characters and elements and stuff like yeah. that. Uh, it's such a dense universe. Yeah, things get complicated just when you think things are going well, bad shit happens. Boom. You know, you just find out other agents are operating in, in the world. You know, there's way more people doing more shit. It's It's cool. I it, It's hard to not want to talk about what comes after this, but it's, it's worth seen, reading oh, for sure. You know what I'm also getting, which I know Mandalorian came afterwards, but hard Mandalorian vibes, you know, the will and the child, uh, mm, s- yeah. sex child who like can hear because she was born on a comet. And like that Gwendolyn even says, she's like, at one point she's like, comet people are weird. Yeah. And, then, and then I remember Gwendolyn has that, that necklace that are connected to the rings. She gave Marco. Yeah. And uh, the girl, the little girl's like, oh, I can hear the rings. They're in that direction. Yeah. That shit was sick. Ooh, uh, I just can't 11. wait to just can't wait to talk about the next volumes because I, I want to say something, but it would just, no. Just I don't, keep don't it do to yourself. Yeah. I know. I mean, you guys ruined it enough. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely spoiled Black Hammer for Cody. <laughs> yeah. Well, That's another thing we should do. There's more issues of oh, Black yeah, Hammer we, we could talk about. Black Hammer. I'm down for that. Hell yeah. We should let the, the we should let the commies decide what what Ooh. comic that has more issues that we haven't talked about yet. Should we do? Should we do a sequel to Black Hammer? There's more Killadelphia we could do. There's Killadelphia spin-offs we could do. We should definitely Dude, there's do also, we haven't done like, We haven't done Department of Truth. De- I'll, I'm down for that. I have that. I'm down for Department that. Truth is sick. All right, guys. Well, thanks for being sluts. <laughs> saga sluts. Saga Ooh, sluts. I'm a saga slut for yeah, sure. You Me are. too. <laughs> well, thanks for tuning in, guys. Go like our shit, rate us, give us blowjobs, do whatever you gotta do. Yeah, to, keep, to get our keep the dream alive. Keep the dream alive. Yeah. And, and send Cody a, a, a message. Say, this is the character in Saga you remind me of. He, he really needs that right now. Just yeah. 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 Red Saga. Give him My a friends let me down. So. <laughs> I would have taken anybody. Just any character. The baby has no lines. <laughs> we did give you the baby, didn't we? Yeah. The baby has no lines. <laughs> You guys, you fucking assholes. <laughs> but it's basically a baby Galactus. That's pretty fucking cool. Yeah. You don't like Galactus? 
Yeah, what the fuck, man? Oh, Galactus rules, but I'd rather be full-grown Galactus. <laughs> you know when what he I mean? pops up, listen, in the next volumes, we'll give you a better character. We absolutely promise we'll give you a better character in yeah. the next episode of that we do a saga. Okay, sick. I accept that. <laughs> Great. <laughs> <laughs> all right peace oh, out go to comicsandchronic.com guys yeah suck a fart <laughs> time suck a fart Ooh. time suck yeah <laughs> I knew you'd come around to it hi you're listening to comics and chronic and I'm Jacob H I'm Cody Cannon and I'm Anthony Iannaccio and you can tune in every Thursday to hear new episodes of Comics and Chronic. And make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Comics and Chronic. That's Comics, the letter N, Chronic. We'll see you guys next week. Woo! Peace. <laughs>